0: Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Midwestern-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Midwestern artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Roland. Tonight on The Sound, we follow some rising stars through what's been an explosive musical journey for them over the past year. During the quarantine times of the COVID-19 pandemic, siblings Austin and Taryn Dury came together to write some of the hookiest hooks that we've heard in a while, seemingly cranking out tunes on the fly as their fan base grows and clamors for more. The band is Dury. They hail from Burnsville, Minnesota, and if you don't know them by now, you soon will. Some may already know Austin as the lead singer for Coyote Kid. Now Austin has teamed up with his sister Taryn, his wife Ashley, and a handful of other super talented musicians to create the music you are about to hear. From a social media explosion, to being on the bill of First Avenue's Best New Bands of 2021, to having Fred Durst as a super fan, well, they have had quite a year. Stick around because you don't want to miss this one. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Durry tonight on The (laughs) Sound. was losers club by Dury out of uh, Burnsville Minnesota and tonight we have Austin Dury who some of you may already know from Coyote Kid uh, he's on the phone with us tonight Austin how you doing
1: doing good how much stuff
0: pretty good pretty good um, like we were talking a little before we uh, started rolling here um, we kind of weathered the storm last night so to speak there was a big uh, winter storm here last night so glad everyone is okay it sounds like things are okay up your way too
1: yeah definitely Yeah, it's uh a lot of, a lot of hype for just a couple minutes of, of,
0: uh, of wind. Weather. Yeah. Well, it's always just a bunch of wind, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and you know, I mean, not just last night, but you guys have had quite a year. It sounds like, you know, uh, in addition to releasing some killer music, which we're going to hear more of throughout the show. Um, you guys have also been selected as first avenues, best new bands of, uh, 2021 for the showcase. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, been, uh, it's been absolutely, uh, crazy we you know put out our first song just this last summer so like it's only really been a couple months but um but uh yeah it's all going crazy fast can't believe it
0: yeah so so how's that feel to be selected i mean you guys just started releasing this music this year and bam you got selected for uh best new band showcase how's that feel
1: uh yeah incredible um yeah this whole thing has been uh you know kind of just us trying our best, making music that we liked, and and it seems to be really striking a chord with people. So, yeah, we're kind of along for the ride. Can't wait to see, you know, what happens next and where things go.
0: Right, right, totally. Um, Now, I saw you guys perform, um, I think it was around Thanksgiving time uh, at uh, 7th Street Entry, and you were wearing a Burnsville Blaze shirt. Will you be wearing that again at the showcase? I just want to know.
1: Um, I don't know. I haven't haven't decided yet. But uh, but that was a that was just a, that was a fun little uh, little callback, you know.
0: Right, right. You know, and and it brings a you know maybe an important point, maybe not important whatsoever. But you know how how important do you think school spirit is in music?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I I more think of it as like. He, he, I feel like it's like a thing that everyone pretends that they're from whatever major city is around them, which makes sense. You know, no one's heard of little towns, but, but also, you know, a lot of people aren't from those places and, and it's, it's, it's fun to, you know, uh, show that you can, you know, make it from a, small little suburb you don't have to be in the coolest town you know what i mean right right
0: i think that's kind of fun to see where people actually are from because everyone's like oh there's a million bands from la but you know how many of them are actually raised and born in la you know and same thing with minneapolis st paul you know so um let's see uh yeah i also want to know because online on like social media and stuff it talks about how you and taryn now taryn's your sister right Correct. Taryn Dury, Austin Dury. I have Austin on the phone right now. Um, And you guys just started playing like during the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, right? You guys just started working together or have you kind of written music together when you were growing up or how did that, how did that come together?
1: Yeah, this was uh, was our first time working on any kind of creative project together actually. Um, But uh, yeah, it started in, in quarantine. We were quarantined in the same house and you know, I was kind of just dinking around with new music styles and stuff like that while uh, while my other band was kind of, you know, shut down in, in from in COVID and everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of started out with, like, her being like a sounding board, kind of just, like, me throwing ideas around and seeing what she thought of them, what was cool, what, you know, wasn't, and and kind of uh, just getting her perspective on things. Um, and then, you know, that kind of evolved into a more, you know, collaborative uh, writing process and, and after a while, we just kind of like, well, we're basically already doing it, so like, let's just make it official and be a band, you
0: know? Right, for sure, for sure. Well, it sounds like you guys have quite a spark together, because like I said, I mean, the tunes are just banging, just great songs, good hooks. Um, so, so Dury came out of this, the band Dury, you know. Um, but I did notice on like Bandcamp and stuff like that, there's there's some things you've released under the name Dury. Uh, one of them in particular, just cause we're in the Christmas season was dear Santa. Like, is this <laughs> something that's been in your mind to like, do a, like a kind of solo thing or something called Dury for a while now? Or?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I, I started, I started like a page and stuff called Dury, um, you know, a couple years ago, uh, just as like a solo thing to kind of just put up whatever like dumb songs I came up with on my own that didn't fit with coyote kid, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and yeah, started out as like as a solo thing. Um, uh, uh, I uh, um, in my band we had in Coyote Kid we had uh, three members named Austin, oh,
2: wow. and so
1: that's why we all we all started going by our last name, and that's kind of how. So I, in oh, mostly I in the music industry for the last you know decade, everyone has known me as Dury. Um, And then, uh, but yeah, then it made sense to bring in my sister and all that. And so we kind of had to pivot away from that and, and, uh, and just making it, uh, uh, you know the band name now so i have had to revert back to austin now but
0: <laughs> <laughs> right right oh cool well uh let's let's get back into some tunes uh let's play some more music for people um uh, like i said when we we're off the air uh we're gonna just go in chronological order you know and um that first tune losers club that was put out in june uh this next one hasta la vista baby from july of this year of 21 um We'll just get right into it, and then we can talk about it when uh, when we come out of it. So uh, I am here on the phone with Austin Dury uh, from the band Dury. Uh, some of you may already know him from Coyote Kid, and um, you are listening to it on the Sound on eighty nine point five KQL. Here's Asta La Vista, baby. Hasta La Vista, baby, by Dury. That's a brand new tune, well, out new this year. Uh, Dury is a new band from the uh, Minneapolis area, uh, Burnsville specifically. And I have lead singer Austin Dury on the phone with us. Um, Austin, so, you know, that tune, Hasta La Vista, baby, um, <laughs> one of my favorites, but I have six favorites so far, because you guys have six <laughs> tunes released. <laughs> but, um, but seriously, like, the tunes all sound kind of introspective, like you're looking back at, like... Um, like I think a lot of common feelings people have about like growing up, especially if you grew up in a, a suburb or I guess even a small town or anywhere really, um, you know, when those kind of realizations, when you realize like you're not a kid anymore and life has moved on from all the like, like clicks and social things from high school and being a teenager, you know, um, is that something that was conscious when, when you and Taryn started writing this stuff, were you going for that or is it just kind of what came out?
1: Yeah, you know, um, when we first started writing this stuff, it was, you know, like I, I was, I was in a very like introspective time, and and then bringing her in and kind of, uh, as we kind of dove through our our shared, you know, shared life experiences and stuff, it kind of, um, this kind of, uh, you know, somewhat nostalgic but realistic look backwards kind of became a theme in the music, um. And, uh, and yeah, we just kind of started, we we kept on just kind of drawing from that, uh, that, that shared, uh, you know, experience in that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, this song, also, La Vista Baby was, uh, sorry about that. Um, it was inspired by, uh, uh, actually a, uh, like a Facebook fight that I got into with somebody. Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) Uh, and they were being a real jerk about a bunch of stuff and, uh, and, uh, yeah and so i kind of like poured out some frustrations in in the uh, caricature that uh that i had made of them uh in this song and and it kind of ended up being uh kind of a examination of like uh like toxic masculinity and like, okay, yeah. and like all the things that kind of go with the uh with that uh that character that we kind of made in in, in pop culture. I was thinking of, I was imagining like, uh, like Biff from back to the future. <laughs> lot,
0: you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, oh, I can like, see
1: it. In high school, you know, washed up football player kind of like thing. Um, but yeah, so I took a lot of inspiration from that and, and, uh, incorporated it into, uh, into the song. And it also talks about like, um, you know, people that like, they view everything in like heroes and villains and they right. think that they're a hero and, and they, you know, they see other people as like the evil side and they're the good side. And like all those kinds of things that narrow minded uh, approach to everything. And uh, yeah, I was just kind of, you know, frustrated with those things. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, I a sorry about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love those lines in the two and two where you're like, uh, I'm not the hero. And I bet you're not one either. And that we're both in the middle, you know, cause it is, it's all yeah. more gray than that, you know?
1: Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There was a whole cut portion of, uh, of that song actually that talked about, uh, uh, had some line that was like, you know, the, the people, the ones you love to paint in a darker shade of gray. Oh, wow. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I think that's a really fascinating idea. And, and the uh, easy visual concept to make that everyone seems to get.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Totally. Totally. Oh, and speaking of visuals. There's another line in that tune that I love too. When you talk about, uh, you've been watching television in black and white, but baby, this is the real world. Oh man. You get some fantastic <laughs> lyrics in this stuff, um, which I want to get to, uh, but first let's, let's get into another song and we can talk more about the writing and stuff. But, uh, I you am know, really, quick, yeah, uh, go ahead.
1: I wanted to mention, uh, uh, the uh that line the uh watch television black and white um the person that i got into a facebook fight with they were always posting these uh really like kind of misogynistic like old john wayne clips of like old black and white cowboy movies um that they loved and uh and uh and that's kind of what i took that line from and and the, the whole cowboy shtick in there and and all that's from that
0: nice nice I love it when real life plays into stuff like that you know <laughs> it, it makes some great art sometimes oh my um well here it is that's uh let's get into another tune I'm, t- I'm on the phone tonight with uh Austin Dury uh singer of the band Dury and uh they have a bunch of new tunes out and uh some exciting stuff coming up we're going to get into that in a little while but uh here's their song Trauma Queen you're listening to it on the sound right here on 89.5 KQAL That was Trauma Queen from Dury, and uh, I have Austin Dury from the band on the phone with us tonight. Uh, Austin, that tune actually—we were just talking about some lines in uh, a Vista, baby, but the tune Trauma Queen has really has some of my favorite lines that you guys have, and uh, I think they address like common themes that a lot of a lot of people grapple with, including like, I mean, from teenagers to adults. You know, when you're dealing with like family issues or things like that, and um, what inspires you to like write? Because, you know, like I was saying, you just have some great lines in this stuff, you know? Like, where do you draw that information and inspiration from?
1: Yeah, you know, um, 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 Trauma Queen was, uh, was, you know, I, like most of our songs are pretty like lighthearted mm-hmm. and Trauma Queen, like, not.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: But, you know, we try to keep it still like fun, you know sounding at least, but Mm -hmm. like topic matter, not at all. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, you know, that one was all about, uh, um, thinking through just like generational trauma and how, and how, you know, parents mess up their kids and then the kids grow up and have kids of their own and mess them up the exact same way. Mm -hmm. And like kind of asking the questions of like, how do we escape that cycle? And how do we, you know, how can we heal generationally and, and and stop just you know spiraling downward and and uh it, the, normally i try to like have some little uh some little upswing some little glimmer of hope that you know sparks through the songs but uh uh but this one's kind of just asking the questions and uh and kind of leaves it at that because you know i don't have the answer but <laughs> right right <laughs> but, well uh, yeah good
0: yeah well i was gonna say i like that you said um the tune is is isn't as happy and fun lyrically like thematically but you tried to make it sound more fun and I love that I love the feel of the tune to me it's almost like that makes it that gives it that little oomph of like kind of empowerment you know mm. where you're like oh yeah I'm, I'm looking at all this stuff and but but I feel you know like I am here I'm gonna change it you know like I
1: think totally. it comes yep. through in
0: the feel of the tune you know I think you guys accomplished that so Awesome. That's great to hear. Cool. Do you write like when you're, when you're doing this stuff, do the lyrics come first or do you go for like melody first chords? Like, like how does it all come together for you guys?
1: So, um, usually, you know, when we're writing together, um, I usually kind of bring like the bones of the song. I'll have kind of the concept and usually like a verse and a chorus written Mm -hmm. and then we'll kind of come together. But, uh, but I actually do almost the entirety of my writing while I'm driving. Um, Um, I will just drive with no music on and I'll just go into my little, my little mind palace, you know, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and just start thinking about stuff and, and, uh, and it's usually like the melody and the words really like come at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and then I come home and, you know, figure out the chords and stuff kind of after, but like the, the melody and the core and the lyrics are usually like really hand-in-hand hand and uh, and kind of, um, I don't think I could write one separate from the other, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Right, right. I think that's interesting. I really like that you write that way. Um, I play a little bit myself, and I've had a lot of conversations, especially in, the, in recent times here, about, uh, there's a lot of people who write, like, on their instrument, like, write on guitar or piano or something like that. And uh, personally, I found that when you go for melody first in those, like, themes and concepts the lyrics it frees me up you know because I'm I only have so much knowledge on the guitar or the bass mm-hmm. or whatever it is but I've listened to thousands and thousands of songs you know so it's like all that info is in my head you know do you find that that it feels real natural just to sing and write that way
1: yeah definitely um, you know and my my fingers on a guitar are uh, much like slower and dumber than my imagination, you know, I can, right. <laughs> I can move around and come up with any sound I want and, you know, in a, in a second in my, you know, in my head. But, uh, uh, yeah, as long as I, I have a ton of like, uh, voice memos in my phone, if I come up with something, I don't want to forget it. I'll just like whip it out and hum into it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I it's just gotta, gotta capture those, capture those ideas before they get away you know
0: exactly exactly love it um well i am talking to austin dury he's from the band dury and uh we're gonna play through some more uh, tunes that they have for you and uh the next one here is who's laughing now uh austin i have to say this tune is so damn hooky like it totally blew my mind the first time i heard it um i in fact i came to the station right away and like and played it into the system and put it on the air <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah because it is so good like um like i literally probably listened to it 10 times in a row the first time i heard it but um can you tell us a little bit about how this tune came together like where was the inspiration for this one
1: yeah so um you know who's laughing now is kind of a um, kind of an interesting story of how it all you know came together i uh uh i was driving one day and uh and <laughs> just came up with those first couple lines of uh of the the tattoo stuff and everything and uh, uh and uh i ended up you know i came home taryn hadn't even heard it yet but i was just like this is good you know i like the hooks and stuff and and i i put up a tiktok of the song um and uh not thinking it would really be anything like crazy because most of my tiktoks got like zero views um but this one went crazy viral we like uh, just the demo of it and me and my little closet studio, just like plucking away. Um, and so we ended up, uh, we ended up, I called up my buddy that has a studio that we record at and said, like, this is going nuts on TikTok. we got to record it like now. And so he like cleared his schedule. We tracked for 12 hours the next day. Um, banged out the whole song. I ended up going to another friend that's a tattoo artist and they gave me the, the knee tattoo that became the album art and, uh, <laughs> We we took the album art photo, you know, in the tattoo shop, like like before we left, um, and then that night got the master back from my engineer friend and uh, and just posted it right to Spotify or whatever, and um, yeah, the whole thing was like between the first demo idea to being up on Spotify was three days. Wow. Um, and then the next day we recorded the music video in my parents' garage with like. Office lights tapes to mic stands and like whatever. Um, and uh, edited that, posted it on like the fourth or fifth day, and then that one went, you know, like five, I think 500,000 views or something in the first week. Um, then we got on playlists and it blew up, and now all of our numbers went crazy, uh, off of that one little demo. And uh, Fred Durst, like, is a super fan i guess and he is like since day one he's been like following us and uh commenting on everything and um yeah it's been been a wild ride but it's all thanks to this song
0: (laughs) right talk about striking when the iron's hot three days huh wow wow and then and then you made a video right away um who who made the video for that i think i know but i want to i don't want to say if
1: (laughs) it was me uh (laughs) was
0: it you okay okay cool we, uh, i didn't we, know if if uh treat 'em helped you guys do that or because i know no, they've no. worked with you guys a little bit right
1: they have yeah we work mm-hmm. with treat 'em all the time they're great um but that one was actually uh we taped my phone to a to a stick pretty much <laughs> <laughs> Our, this yellow backdrop that we used for the other al- uh, album covers and we just did ourselves i edited the whole thing that day and uh yeah it
0: was crazy cool cool well you know when you got something hot right you know so especially if you're getting that kind of response that is killer uh well let's hear it you know let's let's let people hear it here uh i'm talking to austin dury he's from the band dury and uh we're talking about this next track here who's laughing now i guess this is what started it all the the Excitement, you know, but um, anyway, here it is. This is "Who's Laughing Now" from Dury. You're listening to it on the Sound on 89.5 KQAL. Mama. That was "Who's Laughing Now" from Dury, and uh, I have Austin Dury on the phone with us tonight. Uh, Austin, so you talked about, um, you know, how quickly that tune came together from your from inception to the demo to like being on Spotify three days later. You know, um, so is that how How do you normally record stuff? Do you normally just demo it at home and then go into a studio, or do you do it all yourself, or how's it normally go down? When you have yeah, time, normally, you know, <laughs>
1: yeah, normally, uh, uh, when there's time, I, uh, I make a nice solid demo at home with like my extremely amateur production value. Um, and, uh, and, um, yeah, we make a demo, we make all the parts and all the synths and everything. And then we go into, uh, to, uh, my friend's studio, uh, Tangerine recordings and, uh, and they, uh, you know make it pro and we do track all the the drums and the vocals and all the instruments and stuff and uh, and they make it uh, make it you know take it to the next level Um, and uh, one thing interesting about who's laughing now too was um, was you know this the song was blowing up before I had finished writing it Um, and so on the way to the studio um i actually is when i wrote the uh the third verse which is all about like the song blowing up and it's like it was a very meta thing of like of like who's laughing now this like positive spin at the end of like i just paid the rent making music with my friends Mm -hmm. um and it was it was just a really unique situation where like i know this song is going to go off so i can include a reference to that in this song and uh and yeah it was really cool it becomes more you know more meta
0: every day. <laughs> right? Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Talking about being in it, you know? Yeah. Um Like when you demo stuff like that, does it, uh, is that kind of part of your writing process or in, do you know what I mean? Does it keep evolving as you're demoing it and, and rearranging definitely.
1: it? Yeah, definitely. I um, I, I usually do like, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with like a verse and a chorus and then I'll demo that. Mm-hmm. And then like fill in the second chorus and the bridge from there Um,
0: do you go, do you go, do you put that, um, I'm air quoting now tape into the car and then drive around to, to add to it and write?
1: Yeah. Usually, uh, usually the, uh, uh, when I'm driving, there's no, there's no references. I just remember it, but. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) I always find that interesting how things can evolve when you start laying it down and listening back to it, you know? That is pretty fantastic. How about uh, the band? So so when you demo stuff like that, and then when you're, you're satisfied with it and you take it into the studio, um, are you normally doing everything yourself? or you and Taryn? Or is the full band with you? How, how does it go down in the studio?
1: Yes, yeah, so in the studio, usually uh, 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 it's usually me most of the time. And then Taryn comes in and we work on the guitar and vocals uh, together. Um, and then, uh, and then I work out all the synths and stuff just with the engineer. Um, and then, uh, and then usually, uh, you know, either me or the engineer will bass. Um, and then, uh, and then our, our, our drummer, a friend of mine, Dane, he comes in and, uh, lays it down super pro and, uh, and yeah, he always comes in and works really fast and, and, uh, yeah, we can, you know, like who's laughing now, you know, one solid day of recording and we had a you know finished product it was all pretty uh pretty efficient i think <laughs>
0: right right totally don't you love drummers like that yeah, right. <laughs> um and then i also saw on social media the other day uh your bass player uh ashley i believe mm-hmm. that she just started playing bass during the pandemic is that true correct yeah oh, no, wow
1: she, yeah she started um uh my wife uh uh-huh. she's in the pandemic and she's something that she wanted to do forever but kind of always told herself that she couldn't and then I was like you should just try it anyway and then she's like I will try it anyway and then and then she uh bought a bass and just started watching youtube videos and and uh and yeah now she's playing first avenue main stage
0: (laughs) (laughs) right wow
1: Uh, wild ride
0: I guess A wild ride indeed Um, Just to let everyone know out there I am talking to Austin Dury Uh, He's from the band Dury And uh, we've been listening to some of their tunes They got coming out Um, I'm going to get into another tune here And then I want to talk about kind of the future And what you guys got going on right now So uh, uh, this next one is Dancing Alone And uh, again this is from Dury And you're listening to it on the sound On 89.5 KQAL sing alone that's from Dury and uh, I have Austin Dury on the phone with us tonight so uh, Austin like I was saying before you know um, you guys have released uh, six songs so far this year Um, and as I understood it before I think I talked to you briefly before uh, there was to be an EP release called Suburban Legend and now it sounds like the plan has kind of shifted and maybe evolving can you tell us a little bit what you guys have on the works there
1: yeah, so uh, uh you know the, the we wrote 5 songs originally. That was going to be the EP mm-hmm. Suburban Legend. Um, and now it's just we did a Kickstarter. It was kind of going to be a small project, but uh but it's it's, it's expanded quickly and um, and now we have a full-length record that's, you know, ready to go. Uh, we're going to call it the, the full-length album Suburban Legend instead. So that'll be out, you know, we don't really know when yet, but uh but uh, we're hoping to uh, make some deals and put it out hopefully this next year. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the original plan was just that EP. Uh, it's it just expanded exponentially. Uh, I we seem to have, you know, more new songs to add to it all the time. So we're still kind of, you know, forming it as we go. But, uh, but uh, I can tell you, we, uh, we, uh, at first Ave, we're going to have uh, our first physical music, product uh oh cool uh, we made a collection of of the songs that are already out and also a new song that comes out uh on the 7th the day of the show mm-hmm. um uh, uh all collected onto a cassette tape um that's going to be available at the show only uh 300 copies were made so uh they're going to go fast um but uh but yeah so you can call that an ep if you want but uh Uh, that's that's going to be available um the uh the title of the ep is welcome to the losers club um and uh and that's inspired by uh uh our fans have started referring to themselves as the losers club and so we're like (laughs) that's cool we like that a lot yeah so uh so uh we're rolling with it and uh and uh yeah it's gonna be awesome uh i think uh we made a really nice little little product with that uh cassette tape so you can pick it up at the show at first Ave on the 7th
0: awesome awesome uh one question about that that sounds killer i love it um and just so everyone knows uh yeah best new band showcase it'll be uh friday the 7th correct friday january mm-hmm. 7th so that's this friday um why a cassette tape
1: well, you know, CDs are definitely dead, uh, uh, yeah. and uh, and vinyl is definitely expensive and takes too long. Right. And you know, digital is boring. So. <laughs>
0: right.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Same totally, it is.
0: Totally. Totally. I have to tell you, a friend of mine bought a um, like a little boombox the other day. You know, ordered one on Amazon, and it came with a blank cassette. And I have not held a cassette in my hands since. God, I don't know when, but I don't want to say it because it'll give away my age. I guess you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been a long time, so it was a really cool feeling. So that that's a fantastic idea. I love it. You know. Yeah,
1: you know, I feel like cassettes are kind of due for a due for a comeback. They're so like uh, so tangible. You know, right. and it's like it's small, but it's like cool, and you can you know keep it on your shelf and know you you know, contributed to something. And mm-hmm. and uh, the technology of cassettes is like insane. I don't even understand how it works, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's cool to have a little, little, little piece of history. Even if you're just streaming on Spotify, I think it's a really cool thing to, to pick up.
0: Just to have. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Exactly. I think so too. And you can see the spine when you have them all on your shelf, you know, unlike records, it's hard to see each one. Totally. You know, you can sit there and just kind of admire them. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah we we put a, we put a lot of thought into the uh, the packaging for it. It's going to have um there's like an outer sleeve and an inner sleeve, and it's got like a little booklet inside and like a little fold out poster inside. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be really nice.
0: Damn, awesome! <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, so everyone, make sure you get up to the show this weekend, <laughs> this Friday. Uh, what did you say? Three hundred of those are available. Yeah. correct. Made. Yeah, cool. Cool. So make sure you pick up your uh, dirty Cassette for the Losers Club. Um, you know, and, and I also saw recently uh, that you guys have a show, now correct me if I'm wrong, that's coming up in Portland, Maine? Correct, yep. Yeah, how, how did that come about? What's going on there? It's, it's just one-off, right? Just a one-show? <laughs> uh,
1: that is kind of a mystery how that happened. But, uh, but uh, you know, we've had people reaching out to us, from all ends of the music industry, and okay. uh, and one of them was uh, someone putting on a show. They said that they really loved our band and they wanted to fly us out to play a show for them. And wow. and it's like a little showcase uh, uh, in the uh, in town. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll be our first time in uh, Portland, Maine. Uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. They're flying us out. They're you know treating us right. Uh, really exciting. Uh, exciting time to be you know doing this stuff so so hopefully uh we'll have some people show up in portland you know <laughs> we'll see uh I, I know we have fans all over but uh but this will be the first time to kind of prove it
0: <laughs> right right totally awesome yeah. it has been a pleasure talking to you today i'm here with austin Dury from uh the band Dury, and uh it's so your tunes can be heard on basically all st- major streaming platforms. Uh, you have a Bandcamp account, stuff like that. Where can people find out about, like, show dates and future releases, get merch, stuff like that?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, all that stuff is pretty much just, you know, Instagram and Facebook and and, and more Instagram than Facebook. We don't really post on Facebook anymore. But um, and uh, TikTok, we're the most active on TikTok um, and also Twitter. Um and, uh, yeah, all the social media spots is pretty much where we are announcing things. Um, and uh, we'll probably have a website soon, but we don't have one yet. So right. uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get there soon. But
0: Right. Everyone uses social media anyway, right? You know, yeah. it's the quickest way, I think. Um, and then this this last tune that we're going to play, you guys have a video for this. Um, I want to get into that. Uh, and that was done, you said, by Nate Nelson from Treatum, correct?
1: Correct, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, worked on a bunch of videos over the years. And, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I had this goofy idea for this one to show us being terrible at sports. And, uh, <laughs> it was all true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, that, and also I was wondering, you know, like on Spotify, when your tune comes up, there's little kind of real quick clips, like little video backgrounds. Um, who's making those? Cause those are really neat
1: yeah um so yeah those are all a part of the you know initial like marketing ideas that we had so i i'm editing all those making all those myself nice. um we took, took all the photos and videos you know um in our garage mostly or uh, or wherever we can pretty much we just have the paper we put it up wherever and that's the album cover but uh uh but yeah we had this idea to kind of make the the, what's called a canvas the spotify canvas as like a little animated thing Mm -hmm. um but make them be like a looped living version of the album cover so you can kind of get a little more personality of each single and kind of expand the album cover to you know have more life to it
0: yeah, I absolutely love them. I think it's so fun, so fun. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the video for "Worse for Wear," uh, the Treat'em did. That's I know you can find it on your Facebook page. Are there other places people should look? Maybe they can just look it up on YouTube, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, YouTube is the main spot. Um, yeah, it yeah, is kind of uh, our our main video place. But we post clips of it and stuff on on TikTok and on Instagram and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, YouTube's where you can see the whole thing
0: right right sounds good well uh big things it sounds like are in the works for you guys you know and uh wish you guys the best uh like i said fantastic tunes uh six tunes so far so far i, I have six favorites so you well know. That's, great. that's great
1: uh <laughs> yeah and then we have a uh, we'll have another one coming out uh on uh the seventh the the day of the show is our next single release cool.
0: so- is that the one that's on the uh cassette tape
1: yep correct
0: the extra awesome cool sounds good uh well i'm here talking to austin dury um he's from the band dury and uh uh, like he said, you can find them on all social media platforms. You can find their music on all major streaming platforms, stuff like that. Uh, get out to the show this Friday. They're playing the uh, best new band showcase at, uh, first Avenue. And, uh, they got a special little cassette tape there with a lot of goodies in it. It sounds like so Austin, uh, pleasure talking to you. Um, absolutely love the tunes and, uh, can't wait to see what you guys do next
1: awesome thanks so much for having me
0: yeah for sure for sure well this is uh, the last tune we have to play for you guys today this is Worse for Wear by Dury and you're listening to it on the sound right here on 89.5 KQAL
2: I hate to be the worst
0: Thanks again to Austin Dury of the band Dury for joining us tonight on The Sound. To hear more music from Dury, check out Dury on Bandcamp or your favorite streaming service. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6, right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Dury on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for The Sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.